Psalm 138, verses one through three. We'll read it together. Okay. I will praise thee with my whole heart before the gods sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for all kindness for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. Okay, so now we'll just kill the PowerPoint. Lon, you want to stand up? And, no, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I needed something to take your mind off your base. Bro, broke my heart whenever it fell over. But I see it's still in one piece. Praise the Lord. Okay. So now, really, stand up and read. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, who has it down cold? Who's got it down cold? Man, I knew it. Riley, let's hear it. Bro, you got to use your outside voice, okay? Yeah, stand up. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm still at the phrase where I've got all the concepts down, and I gotta tell you, I think Marcy's song has got me mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Bro, that's awesome. Anybody else? Who's got it down cold? Huh, you got it down cold? The, we know what the Rileys are doing at home. Okay, we'll, uh, on Sunday, let's have three or four more. We'll have it down cold, amen? Okay, um, it's going to take me about a month, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> in verses 1 through 7, have you noticed the confidence and the boldness? I mean, before the gods and before kings, and even in verse 6, right? Even in the reminder for humility, there's this great confidence in knowing that God is with his people. And, and, and it's not like God wants us to miss this. This is all over, right? With Jacob. We saw that in Genesis chapter 28 and verse 15. What did God tell Jacob? I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And then for Israel, in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, the Lord thy God, he it is that goeth with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. In verse 8, the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. 1 Samuel 12, 22, you see it again. The Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. In ministry leadership, he tells Joshua in Joshua 1, verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. He says the same thing to the church. In Hebrews 13, verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he saith, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Man, there's a verse to memorize. What does this world have to offer me? 
in comparison to what the Lord's already given me. I have him, <laughs> right? Like I'm, I'm rich. <laughs> I've got the living God in my life. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And then here it is, 1 Chronicles 28, verse 20. Uh, let's dial in to who we are as a habitation for the living God, Ephesians 2. Just keep that in the back of your mind, okay? 1 Chronicles 28, uh, 20. David said to Solomon's son, be strong and of good courage and do it. Fear not, nor be, dis- di- uh, nor be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee until thou hast finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. You're going to accomplish the building, the edification, the perfection of the house of God. That's what David told Solomon, and God's gonna do it. So don't be afraid, get to work. God's gonna build his house. Does everybody see where this is going? Look at verse eight, Psalm 138, verse eight. I'm sorry, Psalm, yeah, Psalm 138, verse eight. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. So here we've already labeled verse eight. Because of his perfecting work, we praise him. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the work, the works of thine own hands. Another word for perfection in your Bible could be confirmation, right? The first part of verse eight. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Uh, We can praise the Lord, we can give him thanks for his perfecting work, his confirming, his conforming work. In Romans 8, 28, we know that all things, everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly that happens in your life, God takes it and he takes all of it and he works it all together for good, right? We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow, He did also predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So God's, you know, just like Christ, the fullness of perfection, right? That idea is that the life of Christ is multiplied. And you guys know that if you've been coming for any length of time, you know what the mission is. It starts in Genesis chapter one, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Says the same thing to Noah. He says the same thing to Abraham. Isaac and Jacob, he says the same thing to the church, right? We call it today commonly the Great Commission. We wanna be fruitful, we wanna multiply, we wanna make disciples, we wanna fill the earth with sons of God who will give glory to the Lord. Romans eight talks about the maturing of the believer. Christ ought to be the firstborn among many brethren. That's the goal, okay? Many brethren, well how does that work? Don't miss what Romans 8.28 says. God's gonna take everything in your life and he's gonna use it to grow you and mature you. He's predestined you to be conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ because God is looking for many sons. He's looking for a big family, right? These sons and daughters of God must multiply. And just like God will mature you as a believer, and we've made comments like this before, you know, if you've got somebody that's a hot mess, don't give up on them, don't throw them away. God's at work in their life. Just like, you know, go back 15, 20 years, how impressive were you? I mean, I know you, you think you've got it all together now, and maybe you do, maybe, you're, you, maybe you are all that. Um, just like God's growing and maturing you, he's doing the same thing in the lives of the people around you. 
So don't give up on the people that belong to the Lord. He's at work in their life. So just like God matures people, well, he matures churches. Um, God's taken everything that this local church has gone through, the good, the bad, the ugly, the fun, the hard, the heartbreaking, and he's taken it all together and just worked it all together for good, and it's made us the church that we are today. I'm so grateful for the last 15 years. I'm so grateful for, you know, I'm so grateful (laughs) uh, for not getting what I wanted (laughs) so many times, you know. Uh, I'll hear stories about what God did in other churches and be like, how come you never do that here? Um, I've had pastors show me huge checks that would have completely changed the, the course of our trajectory especially in those first 10 years. Huge checks. Bigger than six numbers checks. Like, what's up, Lord? (laughs) (laughs) You know what we can do with that? Uh, No, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that for 15 years, we've had exactly what we've needed to do what God's called us to do. No more, no less. I'm so grateful for that. Because we've had, I mean, we had to learn to trust the Lord. I'm so grateful for a ministry where when we started, everybody's heard the legend of the Kid Town cardboard box, the activity table, right? I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for Uh, you know, uh, one of those vivid memories. Miller remembers this. It was, it was, (laughs) I mean, it was raining. It was raining. You remember the waterfall that was coming in from 40th? Right into the basement of the church. There's this long crack. It goes from everywhere to like this to the biggest parts, probably about like that, right, Miller? On one side, and the water's just shooting out into the basement. We're down there with shop vacs, which wasn't probably very smart in retrospect. But anyway, like, I'm, I'm so grateful for all of it. I'm so grateful that this is a place and a people that have learned to trust the Lord, to do what only he can do. I'm so grateful for a people that had to learn through necessity except the Lord build the house we labor in vain. But that's exactly what God is doing. That's what he does in every church. He's bringing it into maturity. In the early days, we were just trying to figure out how we're gonna eat, right? Which is what babies do. They poop their pants and figure out what they're gonna eat. Um, and, and then, you know, they grow, they learn, and, and eventually they come into maturity, and then they begin to reproduce. And so Dan was sent out. Uh, we sent a team to Florida, we sent a team to Boston, we've got a team going to, to Ho Chi Minh, we've got, we've got disciples multiplying out west, we got them discipling way out east, and, and um, you know, rapidly, we talked about this on Sunday, we're coming to a place where the sun's never gonna set on the disciples that we've made. Man, praise the Lord for that. God is at work building his temple. Again, here it is. Be strong and of a good courage and do it. Fear not nor be dismayed for the Lord God, even my God will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee until thou hast finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. God's entering us into maturity so that we can be a fruitful, multiplying church. From Genesis 1 to Matthew 28, that is the mission, 
to be fruitful, to multiply and replenish the earth. And so if the Lord tarries, okay, if the return of Christ waits long enough, then so help us God and by his grace, we will continue to win, train and send people. The ministry will so help us God by his grace, will continue to multiply, why? Because we want this planet full of people. They don't have to know Midtown's name, but but they have to know the name of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we want God to use us to train and send some people who will go and train and send some people who will go and train and send some people who will go and train and send some people who will win some people to Christ that'll be at the judgment seat of Christ because you were faithful at 40th and Walnut. This is the house that God's building. That's why we need his mercy. Look at the, it's prayer ministry night, so here's how we're gonna pray. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the work of thine own hands. So 8a is all about con- uh, uh, confirmation, right? Conform- this conforming work. Uh, 8b is all about invocation, and we need to cry out for mercy. Lamentations 3.22 says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because of his compassions, right? Because his compassions fail not. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Man, every day is a new day. Every day is a good day. Why? Well, because we're just like the Apostle Paul. In 1 Timothy 1.12, look at the cry of thanksgiving from the Apostle Paul. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for, he, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. And then he goes on in 1 Timothy 1 to explain how he is the worst of all sinners. And he's making a, a pretty legit case he is persecuting and destroying, he is ravaging the bride of Christ. Um, rough stuff, okay? He says, he says he's the chief of sinners. I'm thankful to God, First Timothy 1.12, why? He enabled me, I wasn't able. He counted me faithful, I wasn't faithful. He put me in the ministry, it's the last place I was ever gonna be. Man, God's so good. His mercy is so incredible. His grace is so real. He can take the worst of sinners and make them fruitful so that the ministry can multiply. Well, if God can do that for the Apostle Paul, he can do that for us. And God's so faithful, right? Forsake not the works of thine own hands. You know, the closer this world gets back to Babylon culture and living, the market down, the more you and I are gonna have to get acquainted with fiery furnace living. Read Daniel chapter three. In Daniel chapter three, do you think they were all freaked out about the furnace? I'll bet you they forgot about it because Jesus was there. I mean, Jesus was there. He never leaves us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And if we've got him in our life, we've got everything. He is the one that keeps us. So here it is, 2 Thessalonians chapter three. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. Okay, so here's my prayer request for us as we move forward from this place. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse one says, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word, may, the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and to the patient waiting for Christ. Do you see that? 
Uh, that's our passage for prayer tonight. We're gonna pray one th- Psalms 138, verse eight. That's what we're gonna pray, but here's our outline for it. Second Thessalonians 3, one through five. Man, we want, don't we want to greatly publish the word of God? We wanna do that, don't we? We want God and his word to be glorified. And then, you know, not everybody's gonna be down with the program that God's given us, and so we just need to pray. Even in the midst of fiery furnace conditions, well, the Lord's with us, he's gonna strengthen us. He'll keep us from evil. And then we're gonna do, verses four and five, exactly what God calls us to, waiting for the king to return so we can give him a joyful account. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So based on the promises of God, our prayer as we close tonight is this, forsake not, right, that's the plea, because you promised you never would. So forsake not the works of thine own hands. What work has God done here? Uh, Our first theme verse for our local church was Ephesians 2, 20 through 22. The church, right, is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. So don't be afraid, do it. Build the building, because the Lord's with you. He's faithful. You know, God is building his church, but he's using living stones to do it, right? In whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. God's building his church, So get to work doing that. Don't be afraid, don't be dismayed. Because there's gonna be evil men and evil days. There's gonna be strange, there's gonna be strangers and strange women. There's gonna be people who do not have faith and all of those forces, the enemy's gonna array to try to sidetrack you in the mission. Don't be afraid, don't get your eyes on the raging waves, okay? Just keep walking, don't get your eyes on the fiery furnace. Man, it's the Lord that is with us. If we're with him in the work that he's doing, he'll not forsake us. He is, with all my heart, I believe that God is building a church that will bring him great glory at the judgment seat of Christ. And he's doing it right here at 40th and Walnut. And so help us God by his grace and every group that we send out, he's gonna do it there. And through the churches that they send out, he's gonna do it there. We get to be a part of something that's rocking the nations for the glory of God. Don't be afraid. So how is your life contributing to that? I mean, this is the, the we are the, live, the living stones that God is building together to build his house. Psalm 127 verse one says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. So what are we working to build with our life? Is how our life, being, how our life is being lived out, is how we're doing that? Is that contributing to the Lord building his house? Well, you don't understand, I'm afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid. You don't understand, I've got other foci, right? I've got multiple f- points of focus on my life that are, that are distracting me right now. No, 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 don't be dismayed, do it. The Lord's with you in building his kingdom. He's not with you in building yours. What is your life falling out to produce? 
What is the effort, the activity? Is it the Lord using you as a living stone to build his house for his glory? Is what you're doing, is it, is it falling out to the winning of souls, the making of disciples, the multiplying of ministers for the expansion of his kingdom? I'm full of faith. I can't wait to see what the next 15 years bring. If the Lord's, I mean, I don't think, I don't think we have 15 years. But what if we do? How much kingdom territory could be taken? Man, I know this. First, can we throw Second Thessalonians three up again? Just put that back on the screen. Second Thessalonians three, one through one through five. We need open doors, right? Um, the enemy can't shut us down. Verse two. We can never forget verse three. Man, we have to engage, right? Second Thessalonians three, verse four. That's our. I mean, that First Chronicles twenty-eight reference is the cross-reference there. We can't fear. We can't be dismayed, right? We need to finish the work for the service of the house of the Lord. We need to do it, and then we need to do it in light of the second coming of Christ. Amen. Can we just break up in small groups as we close? And can we just lift up this request to the Lord? Our prayer request is, God, you built this church. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. God, you're building this church. I don't want to forsake it either, <laughs> right? That's our prayer. So let's, 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 let's get in small groups. Let's pray as we close, and then we'll be dismissed. Uh, happy birthday, Midtown.